Welcome to Impact Podcast. This show is all about how hard you fall and how risk and recovery fuel you towards greater things. We're all looking to ride our best ride and live our best life, and this involves facing risk. Risk, of course, is not the enemy, neither is pain or failure, but letting fear define you is. So Impact Podcast Series provides mountain biking, crash to recovery stories that inspire us to be more resilient riders. Each cast is gonna start out with asking biking athletes for their gnarliest crash stories. We're talking diggers, stitches, spills, high-speed wobbles, over the bars, medevacs, skids, drops, falls, not to glorify our worst moments, but to show that they often set us up for success. This episode is really special to me because the hustle and bustle of the shop that you hear in the background of this interview with Carrie is the place where I started out, Village Sports Shop Trailside. I told Carrie this and I wanted to share with you as listeners that this shop really, it just earned my loyalty and trust like day one and they've continued to impress me. They take such good care of me. The staff is so kind, super competent, super generous with their time and experience and they never get annoyed with my questions and I love them dearly. Uh, I get no kickback. I get no discount for saying all this. I just love bragging about them. So thank you, Carrie, for your time and VSS for treating me so well. You can find them at one of their two locations or online at villagesportshop.com. They have an Instagram account at Village Sports Shop, and they have a YouTube channel under the same name. Uh, important note for the following episode. The skull that Carrie and I talk about is a cow skull. Uh, but all we say is skull, so I don't want you to get the wrong image in your head. Uh, it hangs above the bar at Trailside. Super cool. I have a picture of it on one of my stories in Instagram. Anyway, uh, let's drop into the episode. All right, so many of our listeners are going to know who you are, um, just because this is kind of a local podcast, and you're a familiar face on Kingdom Trails, and you're definitely a person of influence because you're a small business owner with your brother. So I definitely want to just start out by asking you to give us context for this business that you own and then also the bar you own with your husband, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, my name is Carrie Tomczyk. Um, I own Village Sports Shop with my brother, Chris, and it uh, is a family business that our parents started uh, in 1978. So it's been uh, around for a long time, and Chris and I have owned it together for, I think, about 14 years now, um, and around four years ago, I sort of took more of a um, silent partner ownership, I guess, in the sports shop piece of it, so that I could open the bar piece of it with my husband, um, and I, I really am the primary uh, manager or owner of the bar. We are at the bar. It's a beautiful setup. Got the uh, got the buzz of the fridge in the background. Got some cool menus. What is that? That's not a real skull, is it? It is a real skull. Oh, I, I, I love that like southwestern yes. neck skull thing. Yeah. So I was gonna paint one myself, and then I was looking online for ideas, and I went on Etsy, and I found this this skull from this artist in Georgia, and it was called Steampunk Cow Skull. Yep. Yep. And it had all the gears, um, and kind of some bike relevance to it, and so I said, well. That's perfect. I, I could never do anything like that, so I bought it. That actually, the first item in the bar, we put it on the wall and kind of filled in the rest of stuff around it. Yeah, sometimes you need a focused piece. Um, so I met you first through your daughters, and then I came into the shop this past summer, <laughs> and you were fixing merchandise on the rack, 
And I'm like, oh, hey, Carrie, like, I didn't know you worked here. And you just very graciously, <laughs> you didn't hold it against me, but you're like, yeah, yeah, I, I, um, I own the shop. <laughs> so gracious. That's how you carry yourself all the time is just very humble, very confident. So thanks for that. And uh, I have a question. I, I don't know if your daughters think you're cool or not. Do they think you're a cool mom? Uh, I hope so. I think when other people are, like, saying, um, it's really cool what your mom does for work or, you know, it's really cool that your your family has that business, then I think they're like, oh, yeah, that is pretty cool. But if I'm dancing, absolutely not. <laughs> cool. No, moms are cool when they dance, <laughs> let me tell you. Do you think that you're up to date with hip, cool expressions? Do you, do you use the term just send it? Yeah, sure. Nice. Yeah. Like on the trails? <laughs> Jokingly, because I hear my kids say, you know, and reference, when they use it, it's much better. Yeah. <laughs> They're usually like, no, Mom. So normally we'd start out on impact with the question, you know, what's your gnarliest crash story? But we're going to do this interview mullet style, okay? Business up front, party in the back, okay? And I want to ask you if just send it is a good business motto to live mm -hmm. by, right? Wow. So should you just send it into the risk or what? That's a great question and that's something I thought a lot about so yes I think yes if you feel confident in your ability and your ideas and if you've done the research and oh my gosh that's such a great question a blind send is never a good idea right. and that is where people get uh, so hurt and I think uh, a calculated send that's where great things happen. I love that. Yeah, because when you go down a trail for the first time, you don't go 100% ever right? unless you want to get hurt. Um, and so kind of thinking through business processes ahead of time and saying, okay, this is the trail I've mapped out. And even if something goes awry, I've still got that momentum behind me. Mm -hmm. But you do have to kind of mentally map it out. Absolutely. So that's probably what you did with the bar. Yeah. That's probably what you guys do with the vision of this shop that we're in right now. Yeah. So risk is a huge part of business. Uh, what is it like being in a very rural place with a very specific industry, a very specific service industry, and maintaining sustainable profitability with that? Uh, well, it's easier now that mountain biking is so successful in this neck of the woods, uh, for sure. For me, it's about quality of life, and so profitability, it can't take the pressure off of that. And my brother probably, this is where he and I differ very uh, distinctly on our business uh, style. I'm way more like, we'll just roll with it. And, and that's not always great when you go to the bank. Yeah. Um, you need that. And then you need to balance it probably with what your brother's mentality is. And he is much more calculated and looks at dollars so, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question. but It does, it does. I actually pulled something off of your site that I think touches on this, too. I don't know if this was your dad's strategy or if he just saw the theme, but he recognized that, quote, skiers biked, bikers boat, boated, and boaters fished. So he decided to roll up his sleeves and deliver these people in an avenue to adventure. So it is definitely a combination of strategy and then also understanding that people just want to be in the great outdoors. Mm -hmm. What can we take from the trail and apply to our everyday living, right? So the perseverance of riding a trail or uh, the challenge of it or facing risk or whatever. How does that translate to everyday living? Mm. Um, paying attention and looking ahead and uh, enjoying yourself and then working. 
That's okay. I'm going to start to get busy now. <laughs> You're doing great. Okay. We'll get Jake in the background. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, you know, yeah, that looking ahead, working hard, um, it's gonna, all going to make those descent more worthwhile. And you've got to go up to get down. So, you know, you have to work hard in order to get ahead or get move forward or... Um, What's your favorite type of riding? I like cross-country riding. You do? Um, do you have a crash story or maybe just a story of failure that set you up for something else in the next season to come uh, and you're better for having gone through it? Hmm. I'm definitely not a really risky rider, I guess. I like to keep it under control. Um, so I don't have a lot of, knock on wood, big crash stories. You know what I think? More crash stories watching other people crash, honestly, and like seeing you know, people with injuries or big setback or things like that and, and thinking like, okay, well, I don't necessarily want to be in that situation. I'm not sure, you know, or that makes me a little tentative about getting into that situation. So I guess my biggest crashes that have really gotten into my head have been bridge crashes, like falling off of bridges and then being afraid to go back on that bridge again. There's right. a bridge on jaw that I fell off of a couple of years ago. It's a short one, but it's, it's pretty narrow and it has some consequence to it. So I did fall off that one and it got in my head and I could not make myself do it. And I see this yeah. a lot um, with people that I ride with, particularly if they're like beginners or um, just getting into it and that the bridges get into people's heads and freak them out. Absolutely. And um, I actually just rode that bridge up this year Woo. Um, following Hi, Marie. Uh, following a friend of mine and I was because I was bothered by the fact that I couldn't do it and I really wanted to but I just it needed to be the right time and rather than risk crashing on it again I I waited until you I opted felt to like, wait yeah I watch a lot of mountain biking on YouTube and uh, I remember this this one rider he can do basically anything on a bike and he was looking at this trick he was about to do, and he just looks at the guy who's filming him, and he goes, not today. Mm -hmm. I, can, I can hold off. And I think there's this fine line between pushing yourself and then also knowing your limits, listening to your body. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we all know the phrase, get back on the bike. Then there's also that balancing point of, no, actually, I need to stay away from high-consequence trails. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite trail, by the way? Pines is my favorite trail. Really? I just, I love it. There's just a lot of fun elements on it, and it's definitely um, got a technical piece to it. Some people can probably just throw themselves into it, but it took me a long time to figure out what the line is um, on that trail to ride it. Yeah, lately I've been just dropping in to, like, do warm-ups on Black Bear because it's yeah. such a, like, it's so flowy, and it's very low consequence. So I can go 80% on it if I'm riding by myself and I feel confident on it. But I haven't actually been on all of them at all, not even close. Well, there are out. a lot of them, too. Yeah. Do you have any miles? With East Haven, there must be 115 by now. Yeah, like 115, 120? Easily, so impressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right in our backyard. That's crazy. It is. It's awesome. I have a last question for you, but anything else you want to touch well, on? Well, when I was reading your questions, I did want to say one thing. To I think in this area, particularly um, the Northeast Kingdom, to bring a new idea or a new direction is there. There's one. I think one challenge, and it may be part of the the preserving character of this area. There are a lot of people who are, I don't know if afraid, but they just, yeah. they've grown up, they have grown up without a lot of change it's, or... If it's not broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so when we were opening this 
this business and renovating the building from a barn with animals in it, we met a lot of resistance. Um, we met resistance from our neighbors. We met resistance from the state in, like, uh, permitting and you know people just in general who were like what you're gonna do what but I had this vision and my role in the business w had changed significantly but which made me look at new avenues and I could see that I really wanted to do this I had been to some other mountain bike sort of meccas Austin um, Texas I've been out to Portland Oregon um, where I'd seen some really cool shops and ideas and the bike culture was the really, really prominent. The culture, yeah. yeah. My takeaway for people who are thinking they have, I have this great idea. I, I you know, I've, I've looked around. I've seen it work. I really want to bring it here. I think people would appreciate it. It's going to add this element to the area or whatever. If you're meeting that resistance, people are saying no. Like, don't take it for an answer. And that was how I got through the, the permitting process and the meetings with, you know, and the, and the resistance from the neighbors and things like that. I was like, no, this is a good idea. It's not, it doesn't need to be scary. I'm not going to take away from the quality of this area. We just want to feed it more. And so I felt like every time the no came, I was like, I'm going to, I'm keeping, Pushing I'm going to keep through. going. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. So what does it mean for you to ride your best ride and live your best life? I mean, a great ride for me is being able to just go out and not have a time constraint and not have a necessarily a planned route even. Just, um, I really love riding by myself. And so just to go out and go ride wherever I feel like going and ride as long as I feel like riding. And I often use riding to clear my head or lift myself back up or um, get into a good space. Um, living my best life is just being here and being able to do what I love doing and be passionate and um, have it be successful enough that it's not stressful. As always, thank you for catching this episode of Impact. Next month, we're going to have even more content for you. That means more crash stories and more conversations surrounding this topic of facing risk and helping you become a more resilient rider. You can find us on social. My Insta is at KaleSands, K-A-Y-L-S-A-N-D-S. And you can also share your stories with us by emailing impact.podcast12 at gmail.com. That email is also the best way for you as a listener to pitch your ideas for the show and connect with our team for project collaboration and brand partnership. Of course, we're also going to unashamedly ask you to subscribe to the show and leave a comment wherever you stream your podcasts. Until next month, go ride your best ride and live your best life.